2: The following is a presentation of the Four Center
4: podcast feed.
3: As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there and welcome to Databank Brawl, the podcast where we learn about Star Wars characters, discuss those characters, share our feelings, and then make those characters fight for our amusement and yours. I am your host, my name is Joseph Scrimshaw, with me as always is Ken Knapsack.
5: Happy to be here, my friend, Uh, challenging my love of characters by... Maybe
3: (laughs) murder. This one might be a little less challenging. There could be some murder. This one's actually prime for murder. You know what? I reverse everything I just said. (laughs) It's gonna be a death fest. You don't know. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook, download, and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash forcecenter. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Uh, This week, we are going to recommend Dooku Jedi Lost, because we finally listened to that audiobook with full cast and enjoyed it, and we would like you to as well. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash forcecenter. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash forcecenter for your free audiobook. All right. With that, we are ready to dive in. You know, we've been doing databank brawl for a little while. We've done a lot of characters, and I've been now I've been keeping it all in one document that uh, that Word documents about three hundred and eighty pages long right now. (laughs) So every once in a while, I go in and search. Like, have we done? We haven't. Okay, all right. right. Not a major character. Don't get too excited. Uh, but these are some characters that I felt like we should do these characters okay. proud. So our first combatant today is Death Star Gunner. Oh wow! We've done almost all the yeah. troopers there are on the databank, uh, but we have not done classic action figure uh, yeah. Death Star Gunner. Oh yeah! Here's what the databank says: Crews of Death Star Gunners served aboard both Imperial battle stations, manning their heavy turbo lasers. Elite gunners operated the Death Star super laser, aware that the power at their fingertips could destroy a planet. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty functional, straightforward uh, description. Yeah. But man, after all the troops we've covered of like, oh, you work on a shore, you're a shore tro- trooper. Oh, snow trooper. Okay. Yeah. Death Star gunner, your only job is yeah. to shoot, the <laughs> shoot the big guns. Shoot the big guns. And if you're super elite... Shoot, yeah. the biggest gun there is, the Death Star itself.
5: Yeah.
3: Uh, so uh, is Death Star
5: Gunner even a category on Wikipedia? Oh, definitely. I mean, you have to, it goes to Imperial Gunner. Okay, fair enough. Uh, and then officially Imperial Weapons Technician. Okay. Uh, there's obviously two tabs, Canon and Legends. And uh, the Legends one is more, it's titled Imperial Gunner. Okay, so there you go. So now we have the Imperial Weapons Technician here. Uh, no uh, specific stats. Obviously, we're talking about a a class of uh, employee. Uh, <laughs> it really <laughs> organization is organization type: uh, Gunners and technicians. Members include Chief Gunner Endo France. Endo uh, France. Endo Frant. Is this um, Legends or that is canon? That is canon. canon. Probably appeared well, in. They,
3: they don't. Take, they take. They have a lot of those references come from some visual dictionary yes. or encyclopedia that has not been officially. Ixnade by really? the the story group. So I think some of those names are like, well, they haven't told us it's not <laughs> canon. So yeah, yeah. Live long, Endo Frant. Live
5: long, Endo Frant. Endo We will not be fighting him today. Frant,
3: but mean, man, I'm write that name down just so yep. I can say it out loud to
5: myself. Absolutely, Endofrant. Uh, so setwise, we know what we know what they look like, but let's just describe it. We got the. Black on black on black imperial, uh, color theme there, yeah. Um, the uh, kind of uh, battle dress uniform, pants, BDU pants, the 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 boots, um, the, the typical kind of what I would call classic blaster, yep, right? Big uh, thick the gloves, the DH 17, I think, yeah. Right? The big thick gloves, a little blast, uh, a little like a protective vest, the the utility belt, and then what's uh, was called on set in '77, the beetle helmet the big giant bulbous uh helmet with the little visor the yeah slot. the like the big uh underbite underbite right? yeah yeah the underbite which by the way i love um yeah but in the so in the legends tab so the oh the, boy the picture uh the picture in the canon tab is very cool it's like one of the visual dictionary ones right yeah the one the one in the legends tab it looks like um it looks like what it probably actually would be, kind of a, yeah, a uh, little little plumper in the middle. Uh, you know, probably a unionized tech guy uh, with an oversized helmet that does not fit or look <laughs> is cool it, is at it all. This
3: yeah. image, okay, yeah, mm-hmm.
5: that's also the official star
3: dot databank image of really? Death Star Gunner. Really? Uh, yes, Death Star Gunner uh, looks. You know, just like a normal person, right? So not the <laughs> yeah. slim warrior stereotype. This person looks like, they, yeah. you know, they and, have a perfectly good job
5: and they enjoy a beer on the weekend. And let me tell you, I love that version probably even more. Yeah. Because <laughs> I love the one here on the Canon tab. It does, like I said, it looks like an action figure. It really does. And I had that. It's one of my favorite action figures. Yeah. And I think it's one of the only ones that survived my great garage sale purge. Okay. is the Imperial uh, the Death the Star Gunner. And I love that figure, and it's sleek and mean. and the, Big
3: Imperial logo, right yeah. on the forehead.
5: Right on the forehead. But I got to tell you, yeah, the one uh, the one that you're we're looking at there, more realistic. Yeah,
3: I had that figure, and mm-hmm. a figure like all those is very, you know, slim and trim, and I thought it looked, that helmet looked so cool and mm-hmm. weird and otherworldly and frightening, and uh, just like, oh, just they're just black, they're just darkness, all they do is shoot and kill. Yeah. So then to come to this picture and just see, like, you imagine that, helmet coming off and he's like hey i'm uh i'm frank a <laughs> amazing run on jeopardy that i yeah. had right just it just seems like it's just a guy in there
5: yeah a guy want to go up to level 444 <laughs> to the bar up there yeah yeah oh i go down to 375
3: yeah oh, yeah. oh yeah. I'm yeah that's good saving up to go to the amusement park with my family <laughs> yeah like total just it's so funny that that's what the picture is uh, uh all right so yeah we can only have so many feelings because this yeah. is a a class of character but Mm-hmm.
5: both had the figure any any other feelings or emotions towards do, the death star gunner i do like probably because i had that figure it's like that's why i love the y-wing i had the toy and he just kind of goes from there i love uh, i love it uh fascinated with him grant mccune and joe johnston from ilm uh, model makers played them in the uh new hope we know that ryan johnson had a cameo in rogue one uh, as one of them and wrote, Bergman, I uh, yes yes you're right absolutely Absolutely. So I just, I just, uh, there's something fun about them, but I don't love them as much as I love the biker scouts, but I just, I do like them.
3: Yeah. I love them for the aesthetic that helmet is, you know, I think doesn't get discussed as much in the litany of star Wars things that just look cool and otherworldly and like borderline, like how on earth is that practical? Why would that lip be like that? Like, I just love that design. Um, and then I love just the question of, okay, well obviously it's, it's a job with, responsibility Mm -hmm. but does it really require extra technical acumen (laughs) like if they're if they're mounting the turbo lasers like death star gunners are out there firing at the Mm x-wings in a new hope you know right uh and then obviously like if, if i guess what i'm getting at is if a death star gunner was bad at their job would they like Miss Alderon, or like, whoops! <laughs> we tried to blow up Jeddah, but we got a, uh, we were a couple miles out. I like, didn't
5: press my computer <laughs> time. Yeah, like because mm, in, in
3: mm. the in the movie, we just see that we see the ominous glowing buttons mm. and the, brrr, but there is that question of like. Does the Death Star auto-aim, or is it an actual, highly specific technical job of Death Star Gunner to line that shot up?
5: And I think those are Imperial uh, aiming technicians controlling <laughs> that. A, there's, a a quote, there's a quote. Oh, good. Grand Moff Tarkin to the Death Star Gunners that operate the Death Star Super Laser. He says, but you are Death Star Gunners, trained to unleash our most powerful weapon against our worst enemies. Your work here is the greatest honor you will ever receive in your lives. Oh, okay, well that gives us a little context there. It's pretty inspiring. Yeah, that, that lets us know
3: what, what the uh, Empire thinks. Yeah. Cer- certainly you would imagine they have to be in denial or morally bankrupt. Yes, uh, yes, yes. <laughs> one of those things yeah. to be blowing up planets. Uh, you know, the Death Star Gunner is going to have a really weird battle because Uh-oh. I found another sort of what is to me major Star Wars character. Okay. I used character a little loosely and thought, <laughs> why not? We'll go really crazy and have a weird one. The Death Star Gunner will face... A tauntaun.
5: Oh, yes.
3: Here's what the data bank has to say about tauntauns. Tauntauns are a species of snow lizard. Found roaming the wind-swept snow plains of Hoth, the Rebel Alliance domesticated the swift creature during their stay on the ice planet and used the animals for patrol duties outside Echo Base. The animals came in useful as the Rebel technicians had difficulty adapting the repulsor-lift speeders to the sub-zero temperatures. Though Tauntauns are sure-footed and well-equipped to handle Hoth's daytime temperature, the chilling extremes of a Hoth night will prove deadly. Mm. Makes mm. it sound like they're going out to the club. Mm. <laughs> Hoth night, deadly. <laughs> uh, so that's what uh, Databank says. Uh, yeah. Wikipedia, I'm sure,
5: has plenty to say about tauntauns. Right, right. It does. Oh, there's a the Legends tab. Uh, let's stick with what we know. Um, non-sentient lizard. Subspecies, 15 subspecies. Oh, that's a longer list. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Average height, 1.3 to 2 meters at the shoulder. Hair color, a snowy white homeworld hoth. Habitat, snowy planets. Uh, Snowy plains, snowy plains. Snowy plains, okay. Diet, uh, uh, what is that? Lichen and small ice plants. Ooh, okay. Now, I grew up with ice plants on the beach. Uh, I'm I'm just assuming that's something a little different there. (laughs) Um, uh, In the wild, tauntauns often travel in packs of 25 and burrow into the snow for warmth. Their tails helped to keep a balance running. They had an odor that was unpleasant to humans due to the layer <laughs> of flat, fatty blubber that helped them activate <laughs> to the temperatures of Hoth. There uh, was apparently nothing compared to the smell from the inside of the Tauntaun corpse. There are, here we go, there are 15 varying Tauntaun subspecies. What? All of which were prey to the towering wampa ice creatures. As they were swift, docile, and able to run at speeds of up to 90 uh, kilometers per hour, they were often able to outrun their wampa predators and could use their horns for combat if necessary. Oh, yeah, That's it's going to be necessary. Key. Tauntauns could be domesticated for various purposes, as we know. Captain uh, Pens, the tauntauns were ultimately released from captivity when the Galactic Empire. Uh, invaded the planet during the Battle of Hoth. Oh, I, I yeah, I think maybe that's from that uh, first uh, uh, Battlefront novel. But yeah, yeah, that would make sense. Let them go, get them out of here. Let the Tauntauns go. Yeah. yeah. All right, that's good. Well, there's a lot. There's a lot on Tauntauns.
3: Yeah. And I mean, a physical description. I you know, I think most people know what a Tauntaun looks yes. like. Yes. Uh, they got the yes. big tail. They got the little
5: little kind of mm,
3: T Rex front paws. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Um, yeah, and then their feet. Their feet are clawed, right? Yeah! Oh, yeah! 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 Big, uh, big, big, big uh, thumpy, thumpy clawed, yeah, legs and toes there. Yeah, and then uh, you know, kind uh, of almost like
1: little, little
5: doggy head. Really? Oh, with, yeah. With horns and little ears. Little, little, and uh, yeah, and the ram horns coming on the big old there. ram horns. Yeah. Cute. yeah. Little ears. Yeah. Yeah. Cute ears. yeah exactly. Th- those are tauntauns. <laughs> uh, what are your tauntaun feelings? I Man, I love the tauntauns. I think as a kid, seeing Luke's tauntaun be killed. Not only scared me, but as someone who loves animals, I just think, oh, man, like that poor little thing. And the Han's dying, that last breath after it collapses. Man, I just love little uh, animals. And uh, it's, just, it's so sad. I just love them. Yeah.
3: The Tauntauns really actually do go through a lot. A lot. And uh, are obviously famous for yeah. Luke being put in one, which is one of the most just outside the box thinking Han Solo. Yeah. And movie makers. Uh, so I think I've always loved them for that. Mm-hmm. They're noises. I love their noises uh I know your your girlfriend uh, mm-hmm. uh and, and you are the uh, the father yes, <laughs> yes. of Chihuahuas, yes, uh, I had a Chihuahua growing up, and I w- was just so delighted when he got really upset. he would get deep in the back of the throat, gargly, <laughs> and you know this is back in the days where it's like not a lot of star wars content and like Hey, my Chihuahua yeah. is making some Star Wars content for me. Yes. Like,
5: you like, so right.
3: Really, back in his throat, so weird right. noises, and it just delighted me. It's like <laughs> he sounds like a
5: tauntaun. Uh, Grace says too. Uh, the The boy Chihuahua Baxter, a little different kind of uh, you know subspecies, because uh, he doesn't make make that noise. It, Ratsy, the little tinier Chihuahua, Chihuahua. Oh gosh, if I annoy her. I laugh all the time. I would say all the time, I want to put a little Han six-inch uh, figure <laughs> on her back. It's like, nah, blah, 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 blah.
3: <laughs> yeah. So uh, Tauntauns that's hold so a special funny you place. In my the heart. same thing. That's oh, so yeah. funny. It's, uh, well,
5: that's so funny.
3: <laughs> the mm. connections of Chihuahuas <laughs> and Star Wars run deep. deep. All right. So with that, let's fight.
5: Okay.
0: Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom.
3: Now, as always, we like to set this in canon when these two uh, characters could uh, interact. So it just has to be a time when a Death Star is existing or recently existed. Yeah. Now, this w- this one is a little bit of a challenge for us because Tauntauns yeah. appear to be just on Hoth. Right. Clearly get taken off world because like Jabba has the mounted head of one mm-hmm. in the in the palace there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, Death Star Gunner, one would
5: think should be on a Death Star. So how are these two going to meet? My, I, I go to two different spots. Choose your own adventure. What do, you, what do you think? Do you think after uh, the Battle of Hoth, the Empire goes down to maybe uh, take a closer look at the Ion Cannon? Could we use it? Is there mm. some technology there? And he runs from there. Or do you think it's vice versa, where a couple of Tauntauns are captured? Maybe the Empire thinks, well, do backs work on <laughs> some planets. Maybe let's see if we can investigate uh, these lizard creatures for future use. And uh, the Death Star kind of runs into him on the Death Star. Maybe the mm, second Death Star is mm, being built. Mm. What, what What are your thoughts there? Uh, yeah. Normally we don't leave it this wide open. We go we yeah. commit. But I, you know what? So, since
3: we don't know the exact canon, but mm-hmm. I think By Emperor Strikes Back they got to already be working on the next Death Star, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I like the absurdity of a Tauntaun loose on a Death Star.
5: The more I think about it, yeah. the more that visual really plays. So,
3: yeah, I like this idea that they. this seems like within uh, the Empire's motivation and certainly the kind of thing that the Empire might do in a comic book, maybe every planet they go to, they're just taking some of the life back. Maybe uh, Palpatine is uh, thinking of uh, putting a menagerie of mm-hmm. animals on the second Death Star to test which ones can be conserved. Yes. You know, if they have any valuable properties that aren't known mm-hmm. already. So maybe this is just standard operating procedure of, you know, find an animal from a mostly unexplored planet. You steal it and you put it on the
5: second death star as it's being built.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Mm-hmm. Love this. So they got some pens set up. Maybe they, there are some dewbacks. Yeah, sure. Some Caddo,
3: some, some Rontos, all, all your beasts of burden. All your beasts of burden and Yopi. Yeah. You yep. got them all, all up there. Yep. Uh, but the Tauntaun is put in a, a separate cage Yep. with oh, yeah. uh, kind of sub-zero temperatures. And I think... Uh, Do they put a little snow down? <laughs> I don't think it's that... Okay. I don't think it's, it's air-conditioned. Yeah, okay. okay, okay. <laughs> the yeah. Empire wouldn't be that nice. They, they wouldn't be that nice. Yeah, yeah. And I think that we have mm-hmm. a Death Star gunner
5: mm-hmm.
3: uh, who was not on the initial Death Star. Nope. So their their knowledge is very valuable uh, mm-hmm. because they they didn't have a shift that day. Uh, and had, had a reason to be off the Death Star, uh, yeah. and is you know, now stationed on. I don't mm-hmm. think the de- the second Death Star is not anywhere near completed, but it has oh, yeah. force field, so you can still you can right. be on it as it's being constructed. Right. And uh, I think this Death Star gunner is mm-hmm. supposed to oversee all of the turbo lasers being put in, but until that happens, is assigned other random chores.
5: Yes, he's he's like when a restaurant opens. He's learning some stuff. Is signing on for his employee paperwork. Package. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. What do you think this Death Star Gunner's name is? Um, other, well, than Frant? other than Endo, other than Endo, Yeah, I think is, uh this name is uh, uh, this name is uh, Dido Dido McClure. Dito McClure. Dito all McClure. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: It's been mm-hmm. in a lot of good movies. He mm-hmm. has. Just like Troy McClure. Yes.
5: Dito McClure. Dito McClure. Uh, uh, there's you know, there's a, probably an apostrophe somewhere in
3: there. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. I think, I think we can all, McClure, yeah. leave that up to the audience's imagination. Yeah. Where does the apostrophe go in Dito McClure? Dito is definitely the one in that picture. It definitely oh, it
5: looks like that. Yeah, yeah. Because he hasn't had
3: as much to do. Mm-mm. Uh, Mm-mm. He hasn't had a chance to share his expertise. It's almost time to get new Death Star gunners. Yep, on the station, trained as the turbo lasers are being put in. Yeah, but he's he's being asked to do random assignments, and yeah. uh, right now they need uh, someone to go test the limits of the Tauntaun.
5: Right. So
3: this is it's kind of awful work, uh, yeah. and I think the Empire knows. Like, hey, Death Star gunners are willing to blow up planets and not question it. Right, uh, so they can handle torturing a snow lizard. Mm-hmm. So he's being sent down in his full Death Star gunner helmet, helmet on. Yep, the, his his uh, roomy onesie <laughs> roomy that he's onesie. wearing in that photo.
5: <laughs> no, no, no breastplate armor. You know, yeah, not in a time of war. They think well, they are, but you know. yeah. Um, does he have a? He has a bucket of uh, ice plants. Ice plants. Okay, just to kind of get on the tauntauns' good side. Yeah, absolutely. He's carrying that down there. Doo-doo-doo. It goes down to the pen. Um, And he's got to get this thing out. Is he taking for a walk? I think that, yeah, I think he's going to...
3: I think he's got his trusty DH-17 blaster Strap, ready yeah. ready to go. I think he pulls it out, and I, I think he gets the ice plants. And I think Death Star gunners are, are cocky, right? They're being oh, yeah. complimented by the Empire, by the uh, uh, the Emperor. The best of the best. Of the the best, best of the best. Yeah. There's propaganda posters. He's got one in his room. Dito press McClure, the button. Yeah, Dito McClure has a poster of himself yeah. that says, Press the button. Yeah, Great propaganda poster. He's full mm. of himself. So cool, I think man. he does press the button. I think he opens the cage and... Tss, tss, all this cold air rolls out of him. He can feel <laughs> his muscles tightening up against his will, but he's got the blaster. Yeah, icicles on the visor a little bit. Yeah. He's got the ice plant, and they haven't fed the Tauntaun mm-hmm. in like two days. Right. It's a couple days after the Battle of Hoth. And they're going to see how quickly the Tauntaun, if the Tauntaun eats it quickly or if the Tauntaun right. can go longer without food. Right. So uh, what do you think an ice plant is?
5: I think it is uh, like a... It has a, it is, it's all white. It's like a, it's like a, imagine just like a, like a daisy or something like that. And it, but it's got a stem that's kind of white. The leaves okay. are white. It's just, uh, evolved over the time to there's actual probably snow crystals in the plant. Yeah. Yeah. And it's I think so the crunchy, the poor Tauntaun, mm-hmm. uh,
3: who is not entirely sentient, but, mm-hmm. uh, the, the Tauntaun has a sense of what its name is in it's Umla. 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 The Tauntaun. Yeah, they're actually saying each other's names, and we just didn't know it.
5: <laughs> is a name.
3: Yeah. Is a name. Uh Umla. And Umla is, I don't think, uh it's kind of slumped in the corner. Oh, yeah, not feeling good. And uh Dito comes in and, and throws the ice plant, the pale daisy, mm. at Umla's pale feet. Crazy. And I think Umla just turns and, oh, He's
5: like, "Hey man, come on, eat it. Eat yeah. the plant. Do you want the plant or not?" The, you're you know, not eating. Uma, eat.
3: Uma kind of shakes their head and then just charges. <laughs> <laughs> and head down, <laughs> too fast
5: for Dito to blast. Oh yeah. Woof. What yeah. happens? Uh the bucket of ice plants goes flying. Uh he goes oof, back all the way uh Hitting the door closed behind him, okay. But he hits the controls, uh, hits the door so hard and the controls the door <laughs> slides back. Yeah, and-
3: re yeah, and he, now he can really feel how yeah, cold it, they're yeah, keeping it in yeah. here, right? Oh, yeah, 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 it's freezing cold. And I think, uh, Dito uh, is like, Hey, hey, I'm you're gonna pay for that,
5: my bucket. <laughs> and he retaliates. How does he physically retaliate? Uh, he retaliates. He well, he tries, okay, he tries to pull the blaster. Out and yeah, tries to get it back and, up and, and, and a fire um the tauntaun has been around blaster fire uh, this one probably saw some action in the uh, battle in the battle of Hoth <laughs> Umla is a, is a Hoth veteran so uh it uh, Umla whips the tail around as he goes at the fire blast okay <laughs> whips her tail uh, I'll say her uh, whips her tail yeah. around and uh knocks the blaster up against uh, just out of his hand up against the wall.
3: Okay, up against the wall, the yeah. blaster goes uh flying.
5: He gets a shot off, but yeah, yeah.
3: Now the the this is particularly embarrassing for Dino because he's a Death Star can't report this gunner. He yeah. should be able to hit thing a yeah. giant beast in a small cage, and he missed. So I think uh, I think Dito mm-hmm. you know uh, really is afraid there's hollow video maybe being taken of this wants to really assert himself oh definitely he could just leave and get out of there but instead he's like no
5: Can't no this.
3: you will obey me and I think he tries to jump on top of uh, of Umla and basically kind of get get on top like a beast of burden so yeah. that you know he's he's gonna...
5: But there's there's no saddle, right? As yeah, so he so just... just
3: Bareback he, in here. Yeah. He just... He he lines up the shot.
0: hmm
3: Lines <laughs> he, up the shot. He yeah. doesn't have much to run. Yeah. But he, he, he actually does a little run, and I think he uses the bucket as nice. a way to boost himself. Well well done. And I think he lands the shot. It's painful because Death Star Gunners don't have any reason to no. have armor yeah. uh, in their nether regions, and I think mm. he just crunches onto <laughs> Umla's back, and oh, it's not ah, fun. That's him. That's him that's this him. time, that's making Tito, the yeah. tauntaun noises. Yeah. Uh, but he's done it he is now clinging mm-hmm. to uh to Umla's back and I think he's saying like steady 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 yeah steady 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 and I don't think Umla's listening
5: no 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 it's it's now a thrashing situation bucking have you ever seen a tauntaun buck it's kind of hard they have to use the tail because mm-hmm. uh, they don't have the front legs to to do it um and a lot of spinning around as if it's like the final scene of Jurassic Park you know just like ah like <laughs> the T Rex in the center there, but I'll give him credit. Uh, Dito's holding on um, with nothing. It's like Danny riding a dragon. There's no real saddle up there, just <laughs> horns. So you're just grabbing on, um, and uh, I think uh, I think it actually gets out of the pen. Okay, yeah, I think uh, I think uh, Umla thrashes around, mm-hmm.
3: and for some reason the Death Star gunner's back is just like a magnet to the controls of so yeah. that door. Umla rears back. And Dito hits his back, the testar gunner backs his back, bullseyes the controls, the door <laughs> slides open, button. Yeah, and Uma's like, wah, and takes off,
5: yeah. running down the hallway, right? Oh, totally. Yeah. A couple stormtroopers sitting there, they're just like, yeah, you hear about the TX, what is that? I think they get just
3: bowled <laughs> over like little yeah. pins, like hey. little base yeah. bowling pins, yeah. uh, and I think uh, the Tauntaun, Umla, is running for freedom. What is Dito doing at this point? Because he's successfully on Umla's back, but not
5: having any control mm-hmm. whatsoever. There was a brief moment, uh, and, and uh, there's a brief moment where he suddenly is uh, experiencing pure joy, going back to almost his childhood, uh, the idea of just riding a beast of burden like you're in a race or free of all your cares oh, in the world. Yeah. There's about two seconds he finds pure joy before he kind of comes back and realizes he might die at the hands of the Tauntaun or at worst uh, get demoted oh yeah so he starts trying to Gain control by reaching up and grabbing the horns and trying to use it as reins. Okay, yeah. He's that puts him really close to the Umla's mouth. Umla's mouth.
3: So he mm. is trying to uh, guide her just as he does the mm. turbo lasers. Yes. So now she's boom, 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 boom. She's out into that sort of more main hangar mm-hmm. area. Yeah. Now it's still under construction. So it's mostly just lots of sparks of workers, big force field, <laughs> just <laughs> open to space. Mm-hmm. In fact, there is one Imperial shuttle. That is going by outside the force field. And just if you imagine a pilot looking over and seeing a Tauntaun with a Death Star gunner on the back just run past. And just like in a Roger Moore James Bond movie, does a little (laughs) double take, shakes its head like that can't be happening. And the pilot flies on. But it is happening.
5: It's happening.
3: So he's trying to direct her. Where is he trying to direct her to? Uh,
5: He's trying to direct her to um, perhaps... uh, um, uh, more of a controlled environment, not like you know. He doesn't want to go to an open hangar. She'll have a lot of room to run. Yeah,
3: because th- that's where they're headed yeah. now. And he knows
5: there's a little tiny antechamber uh, nearby when he passed by that, uh, like an office meeting like room. An office. He thinks he recalls that's where they're putting the conference table. Okay. And he's trying to get her there, so he's getting yeah.
3: getting her in the conference
5: room. Yeah. Okay. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. And I think as she
3: is, uh, it's working. He is really good at aiming. They're heading straight for that. Boom, boom, boom. But then as you say, mm-hmm. he gets a little cocky.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: His hand loosens ever so slightly on Uma's horn, mm-hmm. and his gloved finger finds its way near her mouth. And what oh. does she do?
5: Bites down. <laughs> you know, uh Tauntauns aren't known for their taste for meat. We we know this here. They're eating ice plants and whatnot. Uh um little slushies out there. But uh no, this is uh this is a it's a war veteran. Hoth, Hoth veteran. She knows what to do. Crunch. Crunch, I don't what know it? if it takes the fingers off. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how hard their teeth are. They're <laughs> not used to you know, chewing and ripping meat.
3: How high quality those buttons are? Yeah. Or those gloves are? Yeah. The gloves are
5: still kind of protective.
3: Absolutely, because those buttons are large, hard to press. Yes. Uh, to shoot that. So, yeah, I think gets the glove, and I think Dido, um, uh, Dito you manages know. to pull his hand out, and now the Tauntaun has a bloody glove. Umla is right. shaking in her mouth. Blah, 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 yeah, blah, blah, blah. Uh, mm-hmm. And they go racing into uh, the conference room Mm -hmm. the table has just been installed i think they slam into the table i think this hits uh, 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 um, uh, right in the gut Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i think uh dido mcclure goes rocketing through the air
5: he goes flying flipping lands on the conference room and comes to a skidding stop uh where uh uh, a, a technician's there, and they're like, "Oh, Gerard Gerard's not going to be happy. This is the <laughs> conference table he wanted." Uh, and the technician goes out running. Goes away. running out. Uh, I gotta go tell. Yeah. Is is Dito, uh on the table?
3: He's on the table. He's like a centerpiece, like an upsetting, bloody centerpiece. Yeah, yeah. Towards comes to a sliding stop. Sliding yep. stop. Okay. Yeah. And now, uh, now I think Dito is afraid he's been seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Umla is pissed. Uh, I think she's. <laughs> blowing air through her nostrils and her her feet are, you know, kind of almost making a charging sort of, uh, uh, gesture. And I think this is a good place to pause in our combat Mm -hmm. and decide who we feel would win, who we think should win morally. Who do we want to win?
5: Yeah. Look, you, you'd think, especially what I said up top, how much I love animals that I'd be completely on the side of, of Umlan. I definitely don't think, uh, uh, death is, is is needed here. But I kind of am sympathetic to uh, Dito McClure, the working man, just trying to... <laughs> just trying to blow people just up. Just trying to blow people up. Um, just kind of be doing what he's told here. Feed some ice plants to this uh, space lizard. Um, um, but in the end, I think Umla's got to win.
3: Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay,
5: you're tempted to... Uh, Attempted. Uh, yeah, yeah. A little tempted to go to the dark side here, but, uh, I mean, come on.
3: Okay, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think... Yeah. uh I think uh, Mm-hmm. Umla would win. I think this is, oh, yeah. if they paid attention to it, this is the kind of lesson that would have helped the Empire with uh, the Ewok revolt on Endor. Like, they always think they're better than mm-hmm. everybody. Mm-hmm. They always think their technology allows Superior. them to control. Yeah, so I think, how about this compromise? I think okay. I think Dito McClure lives to die another day. Love that. Probably on a desktop. <laughs> Probably <the> on <second> <laughs> <laughs> uh, But Umla <laughs> wins. Yeah, I like that. Okay. I I like that a lot. Uh, So what do you think happens next?
5: I think Umla jumps up onto the table.
3: Wow. (laughs) Who knew they could jump that high? The little T-Rex arms arms.
5: flopping. And I think with a mighty arch arching back of uh, her neck, she comes swinging down, horns first, right into the gut of Dito oh yeah oh that's super upsetting right uh, all the air knocked out poof, poof. yeah the helmet's still on though right? the
3: helmet's still on yeah yeah uh, and he is just he, he's basically out for the count and he, he yeah. wonders what's going to happen next he, yeah. he, he sees his life flashing before his eyes He's sa- he's trying to be a good imperial worker saving up for that trip to the amusement park yeah. with his family <laughs> Trying to live up to those propaganda posters. Yeah, we're
5: trying to get out the Kashyyyk. Uh, yeah.
3: Um, and he's wondering how intelligent this beast is. So yeah, he's like,
5: move, please, please. Please stop.
3: And Umla doesn't listen. No. no, no. She reaches down, and her T-Rex arms are strangely powerful. She oh, yeah. scoops him up with her oh, wow. T-Rex
5: arms. That's comforting.
3: <laughs> and now she, she runs him back out uh-huh. into that main hangar area. Right. And in that main hangar area, like we always see, is a big square hole to who knows what. Exactly. And I think she runs him up to the edge mm-hmm. and says, Ha. <laughs> she releases and tosses him. just tosses him in. Ah. <laughs> ah. But here's what I think happens. Yeah. I think there's a piece of uh, the equipment down there mm-hmm. jutting out. And suddenly he feels a shunk. And that long underbite its helmet <laughs> has hooked onto a piece of machinery. It's yes. extremely painful. Uh, he feels some bones crack. But he uh, finds himself next hanging, string. suspended by that weird helmet yeah. in this
5: big technological pit of doom. <laughs> this technological terror they've constructed. He's just hanging there. He's just hanging there. And Umla looks down and gives a gurgle of victory. Yeah, I think
3: maybe even mm-hmm. a spit. <laughs> 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 Uh, doesn't quite hit, no, not as accurate as the Death Star guy, no, 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 yeah, in the, yeah. And uh, what, 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 where does Umla go next?
5: I was trying to say, what's the victory tour here because it's yeah. not, uh, I think there's an open shuttle nearby, yeah, and I sure. think it, uh, Umla runs to the shuttle, mm-hmm. a Lambda class will say, yeah, uh, up the ramp, makes it up the ramp, up the yeah, ramp. yeah, can it? Can a Tauntaun pilot itself out of the Death Star? I don't know if I could go that far. I
3: think there's a pilot on there. Yeah. And I, I think she rams the pilot in the back, and yeah. that just hits the initiator, <laughs> and they, <laughs> oh, they go shooting out of the dock. Shooting out of the
5: dock. <laughs> to an mysterious fate. I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, fate. go ahead, go well, ahead. Well, I think along the way, this Imperial uh, pilot, uh, much like, say, a Bodhi Rook, um, kind of comes to... Discover the error of their ways. Yes, he's like like some wounds and some Uh, burns on Umla. like, oh, this isn't right. This isn't right. This isn't right. right. Am I part of that? This is just a job I took. Uh, My friend uh, Dito recommended me and I got the (laughs) job. wonder what happened to him. I haven't seen him in a while. Um, And I think they form a partnership, a friendship. And he takes uh, uh, Umla back to the wide open snowy plains of Hoth. Yeah. Um, was a happy ending.
3: It's a happy ending there. And I think for Dito, I think he hangs there. For, for hours, I think uh, whoever's in charge, if it's Gerard at this point, <laughs> yes, is yes. alerted to this catastrophe. Oh yeah, I think Gerard takes it upon himself to delete all footage. Yeah, contain this uh, and just file a report that the Tauntaun was weak and it died and it was uh, dumped into the yeah, yeah, trash yeah, compactor.
4: Yeah. It's taken care
3: of, and I think nobody realizes Dito is hanging there <laughs> for two days. Oh, and man. I think he has a lot of time to
5: think. Contemplate.
3: And I think what he really comes to is I mm. think he learns the wrong lesson. I think he thinks that his ability as a Marx person yeah. is so strong mm. that that's what saved him. <laughs> that as he was falling, he intrinsically aimed his helmet Aamed. at that jutting piece of technology.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: He doesn't learn anything. Eventually, he's rescued. He goes back to being a Death Star gunner
5: mm-hmm. and dies over the moon of Endor. Yeah. Very proud of his uh, taking out a medical frit- frigate during <laughs> yeah. the battle. It's one of his last thoughts. Yeah. I pressed that button. They didn't even know it was functional, yeah. but my button worked.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's our story. Do you have any, uh, any post-credit scenes?
5: No, just uh, just imagine Umla running around Hoth free as a tauntaun.
3: Yeah, just chatting up and enjoying her days with the yeah. other tauntauns. Enjoying yeah, yeah, yeah. a life with those good friends. That is our weird adventure. We'll have another weird adventure. We're doing Data Bank Brawl every other week uh, by Elite Weekly, so we'll be back here in two weeks for another adventure. If there are characters you want to see fight, let us know with hashtag Data Bank Brawl. Ken, where can people find you?
5: You can find me at KenNapsuck or go to kidnapsock.com for more information about shows, books, and more.
3: All right, we always like to thank Tony Thaxton for our theme music. You can check out his Patreon at patreon.com slash Soundtrack. You can check out ours at patreon.com slash You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as at Grimshaw and check out albums, podcasts, shows on my website at josephsgrimshaw.com. You can like 4Center on Facebook and follow us on Twitter as at 4 Pod And until next time, as Luke Skywalker once said, "Well, no one was really listening to him, I care. That's it for Databank Brawl.